Hello Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius January 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Sagittarius is your sun, your moon, your rising sign, or any other Sagittarius placement you're watching for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. If you're a very late degree friend like I am, I'm a Sag with you. So December 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degree Sag placement through the rest of the sign, I also suggest you listen to my Capricorn report. Late degree friends will benefit from listening to both the Sag and Cap reports because they'll both have pieces for you. Calling the theme of this month for Sagittarius, big money wheel turns our way finally. If you've watched my reports and noticed that things were lighting up financially for other signs, saying, what the heck, Annie? You're a Sagittarius. Where's our stuff, right? (laughs) So I'm happy to say that finally we've got the money wheel turning. And I'm going to show you that first, plus talk about lots of other things for this month. So let's just look at the chart here. The second house here is our earned money house. Look at all this action here. Hygieia, Sun, Mercury, recently direct, which I'll get to. Pluto's been there for a long time, Venus, which rules money, all lighting up our house of money. Now, all of this Capricorn energy is going to be very refreshing because even though it's very different than our Sag flowy, you know, it's completely opposite in a way, you know, it's like Sagittarius wants to flow and, you know, be excessive and we've had our time by this time, right? All of our Sag, I mean, you might be listening to this early and you might be in in that craziness now. But by the time January comes along, all of that energy is grounding into our business, our money, cleaning up the messes from the excess that we had in November and December, Um, and really turning to our financial stability, paying off debt, dealing with taxes, earning more money, saving more, budgeting better, getting um, high quality items that we need or want. And all of this is lighting up. So we've got big money energies here. But wait, there's more. Because not only is all of this activating, getting our mind in that space, like saying, okay, what do we want to create this year? What do we want to use all of our Sagittarian powers to manifest? Um, And how are we going to use discipline to do that? Because inevitably, we do need the discipline to do that. And here, we're, we're pointing right towards business, towards work, towards, you know, Um, money. And for those of you who aren't interested or not in the game of business, money, and work, you could be making things with your hands. The second house is very much about building things. Sometimes it's literally like building a system, building your finances like we're talking about, but sometimes it's like doing stuff with your hands, like kids building with blocks, like you woodworking, you know, molding things with your hands, farming, anything where your your hands are, are creating. Okay, so we've got all that. Then look at the sixth house and look at all of this energy. Okay, so the sixth house is our house of work. It's our house of occupation. It's our house of, you know, the actual office or if we're self-employed, our self-employment business. And all of those Taurus energies are there. So we got it on our mind there saying time to get in a routine, time to get organized, time to get our act together, time to grow our, you know, circumstances, time to get meticulous with our health practices. And all of these energies are making the most fabulous aspect in all of astrology, the trine. Okay, so everyone in the zodiac has blessings from a bunch of trines happening between earth planets. And for those for for those trines, those trines are happening for Sagittarius in the money and work 
houses. Okay, so the chance for earned income and business booming is very high, which is very good because like I said, the Sagittarius party that was happening from the end of November into December is, um, and even even earlier in, in November, we're, we're going to need to be doing this to clean up all of, you know, all of the fun that we had and the things that we bought and did and and it would be worth it. But now the, turn, the time is turning here, or tide is turning. There's a lot more in this chart that I want to talk about that's happening, but I want to direct our attention towards my crescendo here of opening up into the best launching point and open period of the whole year of 2023. This is especially exciting because we've been in a massive retrograde process. Mars has been in retrograde um, since October, but the pre-shadow period started in September. So by the time we're here in January, we've been really, really rolling in the inward and backward, kind of being the spider, waiting for the food to come to us, as I like to say. You know, certain things could be taking off, but a lot of things really slowed down. Ambitions slowed down from Mars. Well, we'll go to the chart. Um, from Mars retrograde, you know, things in our relationships, maybe we've had to go back in and do some work. People may have needed us to do things. We've been very heavy into the relationship sector as of late. Speaking of which, January is also a time where we're finally out of the heat of the eclipse season, which was rocking our 12th and 6th houses of fears and addictions and, you know, negative patterning and health patterns and you know, relationships, we've got the Scorpio and the Taurus and more money stuff. And it's really heavy several months. I know for me, it has been quite intense, starting with the storm, and then just kind of going on from there. So as we're stepping into um, January, it's a completely different picture. So we are still focusing on the energy of partnerships in the way that Mars is still in the seventh house. Um, But the heaviness, the emotion, all of this stuff is starting to shift in favor of forward movement. Okay, so this is what we want to see. January 12th, Mars goes direct. January 18th, Mercury goes direct. February 7th, Mercury's shadow period is clear. March 16th, Mars shadow period is clear, opening up into this awesome period of time between March 16th and April 7th, where there are no personal planets retrograde or their shadow periods. Now, if you're familiar with this terminology, great. I talk about it all the time. If you're not, understand that retrogrades are times to go inward and backward. But just kind of a quick reminder of what we've stepped out of and what we're stepping into. Pretty much from September of 2023, we were in this retro zone. And January, as you see, things are starting to wake up. So it will feel like a truly new year because of this wrap up of all this karmic energy, all this heavy emotional stuff that we went through, all of the fears we cleared, all the negative patterns we cleared. It's going to feel very new, very refreshing, very organized, very back to business, structuring what we want to create. Um it is going to take, you know, a few weeks as January progresses for, for that new year to really start to wake up. But as it does, it's going to get very, very rowdy. Okay, so what we're stepping out of is this retrograde time. And, you know, still part of January is in this. So don't rush things. I just want you to know what's coming and you're going to feel it as the month progresses and as these, you know, couple of months progress. So we sort of were in a place of just dealing with what came up and clearing out clutter and waiting for last minute magic by not being overscheduled and researching and wrapping up loose ends and having confusion and uncertainty and being in the moment and honoring the flow and not forcing things or trying to make anything happen. Mars in Gemini retrograde opposing our sign has been especially confusing 
making us vacillate on a lot of topics, and with it being retrograde, it brought even more confusion. And now, as it moves direct, okay, so as January goes on, and then as we get to this February point, really, you know, I'm marking like February 7th through April 7th as this really nice open time, but you'll feel it by the end of January. Things are speeding up like crazy. And you will notice it. And this will be your big time, one of the best for the whole year of 2023 for big launches, big decisions, agreements, you know, investing, your moves, your brand new projects, your clarity, your future planning to push and initiate and to try to make things happen. This is a very active, active, active time that we are stepping into. Sages love to be active. We love to be busy. Uh, we don't like to be hindered. We like to naturally flow. So the energies are waking up here in a very big way. Mercury is part of the waking up process here in our finances. And we already talked about all that. Mars waking up with the relationship space, writing projects, speaking projects, you know, our mobility, all of those things coming up in a really big way to move forward. Not only are we opening up this period of time where the personal planets are going to be free from, from retrograde and their shadow periods, but starting as we progress into January, once Uranus is direct on January 22nd, we've got until June of the outer planets being direct. And this is, you know, kind of unusual that from like mid-January to mid-June, we've got all the outer planets just saying, yes, forward movements, no more stagnation, building new, creating, you know, momentum. So we're unleashing a, an open launch frenzy of ultimate proportions. And this month is where things start to switch. And while they haven't switched completely, you are going to feel it for sure. And it is going to be cause for great celebration because for all this time, we've just barely could see the next stepping stone ahead of us. And we're trying to do all this stuff out here. And we're like, oh, I can't see anything. And now as the month progresses, these stepping stones are going to form. We'll be able to see things. And then towards the end of January, you'll be in this time where it's much easier to plan. And then as the time progresses, you're in this nice open window. Something else to be very, very excited about is that Jupiter went direct in November. Yay. Okay. So by the time I'm, I'm putting these out there, this is kind of coinciding with this because I'm launching, you know, posting these in um, November. So I'd like to give you notice so you see what's coming ahead. And at that time, Jupiter's going direct. And now by now in January, it's very fully like solidly moving forward in Aries, which is so exciting because Jupiter is our ruling planet. So anything that Jupiter's doing takes on even more importance for us in our personal experience. And so not only is it revving forward as of, you know, many weeks now by the time it's January, it's also revving forward in a fellow fire sign, which means between now and into May, every single Sag placement is going to have a kiss in the form of a trine from Jupiter. If you want to see the exact dates of those kisses, that's actually something that if you go to AnnieBAstrology.com, Okay, so if you go to Annie, then the letter B, then astrology.com, you can access my exclusive content portal. Um, and in there, I have the whole Jupiter moving through the signs series for Air, Jupiter and Aries for all the signs. It's a two-part series, and it includes all the dates that you'll get the kisses um, for these trines. So I go into details there, as well as a 2023, like the kind of what I did here, except for the whole of 2023 with the astrological tides. And we are going to have a Venus retrograde later in the year. 
Um, so for your planning purposes, if you want all that info, um, just sign up at annabeastrology.com. But in any case, Jupiter, the great expander, the great benefic, the bringer of optimism, the bringer of luck, the bringer of enthusiasm, all racing forward in fellow fire sign, which is lighting up for us our first house because it's in the sign of Aries. So that's everyone in the Zodiac is having their first house lit up because of Jupiter lighting up the energy of Aries, which is our physical bodies, our identity, how we present ourselves, how we have, you know, want people to see us. And for Sagittarius specifically, it's lighting up the house of Leo, which has to do with our creativity, our zest, our inspiration. If you are a Sag who in recent months has become really uninspired, completely unambitious, and not having any certainty of what you want to do in your life, just really kind of meh, it's because of all the retrograde energy. Jupiter, you know, took a while here to go direct into November. Mars still retrograde. It can be very confusing. But now we are ripe and ready in our creativity house. And so your creative projects will start to glow like crazy and expand. If you have a creative baby, you've got a period of time between now, January, and um, and it actually starts before then, really starts at the end of November, of pushing forward into May while it goes through Aries for you to, you know, really progress your creative projects. This also has to do with children. If you want to have kids or if you have kids, things that your kids need, you're going to see a lot of results from the labors that you put in to support your children or if you work with kids um, and also your inner child through fun. Sages love fun, right? We are definitely one of the fun bringers and fun havers of the Zodiac. And this is a house of fun. This is like a bucket list house. So that's what I like to call it. So with Jupiter stretching through here, you know, the sky is really not even the limit for what you can do with your things that you've always wanted to do, your big dreams, your, you know, inspiration and love. This is a house of romance. So there's many astrologers, including myself, believe that one of the best times to find your true love is when Jupiter is moving through the fifth house. And if you are already are in a relationship, you can have a restoration of the sizzle and the fun and just remembering what you love your partner about, you know, for if you've gotten wrapped up in other petty stuff. This is really a time where all of those areas of life can expand in amazing ways. And you will be feeling that this month and, you know, in through May. And for people who are later in the sign, like December born Saggies, this in your Placidus chart will even extend further than May. Okay, two specific dates to point out here. We've got the... Um, Full moon in Cancer, which is at 16 degrees, January 6th, and the days around there. We know full moons tend to build, so the days kind of after New Year's and um, into, you know, closer to the 6th, um, brewing this drama, completion, fruition, things coming to light in all the energies of Cancer, which have to do with home and family and um housing and your inner world and this could be just hey you take a fun trip with your family and you do something really memorable you know and that full moon is bringing awesome memories i can think of many full moons where i've seen for myself and other people just like really memorable wonderful family time 
For Sagis, things that happen in the sign of Cancer also happen in the eighth house, so these close close relationships, something coming to fruition, to completion. Could be drama, could be water where it shouldn't be for, you know, like literally and figure, figuratively. So just kind of look out the dates around there. If you can leave yourself a little unscheduled in the days around the 6th to leave room for these, you know, last minute magic to pop in here um, or to deal with anything that comes up, then that should be interesting. And then on the days, well, it's the 21st, we have the new moon at one degree of Aquarius. For Sagis, this is going to light up your third house. So again, this could be a trip, a little, you know, a little short distance trip or some notable friendship things. Maybe somebody, a friend comes in town or something notable with, you know, devices or transportation is coming up. And because Aquarius makes a nice 60 degree angle with your Sag placement, this is even more of a sweet connection. And this will be, you know, positive and sweet potentials for all Sagis. But those of you who are the Scorpitarius friends, so like especially around November 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, like there, you all will get an even bigger kiss in the days around January 21st from this new moon in Aquarius. I've given you some dates here. If you would love to have knowing what, know what the dates of the notable aspects are and what you can expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Sign up for my free email newsletter. You'll get lots of free goodies, including my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine and other nice things. But I do a write-up every month early where I write all of the dominating aspects and what you can expect from them and a write-up of the general um, energies of the month. So you can see that there. The last thing that I want to talk about is just the change in energy as the month goes on. We start out the month dominating in Capricorn, that cleaning up that mess, that focus. This is a great time to do your taxes early, by the way. If you have any moments, instead of saving it till the last minute, this you'll have more discipline and focus during this time than you will in the coming month. So you might want to take advantage of that. Then these planets are going to move into Aquarius and that's going to be very different because that all of those planets, just like that, that um, new moon we talked about, actually make that really nice energy with Sagittarius. So you've got, you know, kind of like you do your work, everything starts waking up, the month starts progressing and do your cleanup and then the energy starts to get into Aquarius and that flows beautifully, can bring lots of social opportunities, can bring lots of connections for you with groups, enhancement of online things, um, social media, those kind of things will be beautifully highlighted starting at the end of January and that will go into February. If you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn astrology, go to beastropro.com, beastropro.com and see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. I can take you from ground level or whatever level you're at, to earning money as an astrologer in a very short amount of time. That is my area of expertise. So go to beastropro.com. If you want to see my other astrology course, my beginner course, or some free courses on how to unleash your money magnet and wellness, go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. At Annie, the letter B, astrology, so AnnieBastrology.com, you can see my exclusive content portal, And you can see my 2023 Astrological Tides Guide that you can make all your planning for 2023 with this guide with all the open windows free from personal planet retrogrades and so much more. If you think I am excessive with all of the free offerings I give you every month, then you should see what I put in that portal. 
do-it-yourself things for learning how to read your needle chart, etc. So go to AnnieBAstrology.com and see my exclusive content portal. If you want a list of free things, all my blog sites, all the other things that I do, my 28-day virtual coaching program, accessing that, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and see all the free goodies I have for you. And if you like books, put my name, Annie Botticelli, on Amazon. You'll find my three books there and also my podcast, which is syndicated, which you may be listening to right now, or you might be watching the YouTube version of it, but you'll find my Astro Kisses podcast on Amazon as well. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.